This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Chloe Kelly! Oh my God, that gives me goosebumps. We've just listened to and watched in the studio the moment when Chloe Kelly scored the goal that won the Euros championship for the Lionesses last summer. It was that moment when Kelly took off her shirt, whirled it around her head, went running down the pitch and revealed to the world her night compression sports bra. It was the sports bra seen around the world. An underwear moment for the ages. And it was what inspired us way back last summer to do this episode of Hello Girls. So here we are today in the studio talking about one of the most powerful pieces of kit the female athlete has in her possession, a garment that might even be more important than her trainers, the sports bra. We sort of recently published a statistic that the breast accelerates faster than a Formula One car, if not properly supported. I've always said, if I forget my sports bra and I can't source one, I will not be playing. The bra situation is really, really good. Haven't moved, zero bounce. So I'm pretty happy with the situation, to be completely honest. Just need to do another 13 miles. Not that it's just athletes. It's any woman who engages in physical activity. We're talking to you. We're talking about the bra that can literally make you run faster. We'll hear why a sports bra is so important, if not vital, from guests including the UK's only bra professor, a female rugby star, and the firm that supplies bras to new recruits in the British Army. But first, some literal running commentary. We asked our friend Lauren Stevenson to send us voice notes about her experience and her experience in her sports bra running the London Marathon. Here's her first message. It's my first time doing the London Marathon and a lot of preparation has gone into this big day and the most important things is making sure that you've got all the right gear. I've been practicing training and everything to ensure everything's supportive, it doesn't move. Actually, one of the most important things being a female runner is going to be my sports bra. So I've actually been training in a shock absorber, which I bought a few years ago and it's non-underwired and I bought it a size down around the back and a size down in the cup size because I wanted it to be super tight with absolutely no bounce or movement but actually I just went and bought a high intensity running bra because my other bra is actually rubbing a little bit so I'm hoping that this one might do the trick. You know something that I find kind of crazy? 
the sports bra is a relatively new invention. When we talked to Lorraine Smith, the master of bras, at the beginning of the series, she was mainly here to talk about wonder bras and the bra wars of the 90s, but she gave us some history of the jog bra. It's amazing how much better your back feels when you're wearing a good supportive bra. If you're doing exercise, especially high impact exercise. So the women that developed the the first like proper high impact sports bra, they called the jog bra. That was in 1977. Like before that, apparently women that took up running or whatever, they would wear two bras on top of each other or like work out some kind of way to strap their boobs down to stop them bouncing because there just wasn't anything available to yeah stop the bounce and make it more comfortable to run and and to to exercise in that way and there was a reason that I suppose a lot of women before them were just doing very genteel sports because anything a bit more high impact if you if you were had a lot well, not even that large a bust. It was it was just really uncomfortable. Yeah. So there's there's so much about a good supportive bra that does make a massive difference to women's lives. Given that the jog bra debuted in 1977, can we see that almost as a precursor to women being encouraged and able to get very into exercise in the 80s? Yeah, I think so. And also because the jog bra got into lots of sports shops in the US. So before then, there was lots of different sportswear and athletic equipment in these stores, but there wasn't anything that was particularly aimed at women. But once they started to get the jog bra into these large stores, I think the stores realized that, oh, wow, you know, women are going to come in here and buy more stuff. So if there was more athletic wear and equipment that was aimed at women, more women wanted to become involved and then, and yeah, then you, you got your Jane Fonda home workout video on VHS and yeah, all kind of took off from there. But I, I think there would have been a lot less uptake if there hadn't have been that, that development of a really good sports bra before them. So what she's saying is that the sports bra or jog bra, whatever you want to call it, is a more recent invention than the wonder bra. Amazing. And it goes to support something I've been saying for ages, we've been saying for ages, that bras are complicated and impressive pieces of engineering that women are really helped by. But I don't think I'd realise quite how essential the the sports bra is, maybe because I don't wear them quite so much, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But making this episode, I'm really learning why they matter. Yeah, it's a real tool for inclusion and participation in sports and beyond. And someone who's played a massive part in pioneering research into how a woman's boobs can affect her physical performance, as well as just her sense of well-being, is Professor Joanna Wakefield-Skur, the British scientist who's done more research on the sports bra than anyone else in the world. She's nicknamed the Professor of Bras. She is. It's a great nickname. She pretty much invented this field of science. She spoke with us from her lab at the University of Portsmouth and told us why, 20 years ago, she very personally felt the need to investigate the world of sports bras in the first place. My name's Professor Joanna Wakefield-Skur. I'm a professor of biomechanics and head of the research group in breast health at the University of Portsmouth. So I started research in this area 18 years ago, and um, 
I started research in this area because I was a breast pain sufferer and I still am a breast pain sufferer. So I went through a period in my life where I was suffering from constant breast pain, but it's something that affects 50% of the female population. And it was particularly uncomfortable when I was trying to exercise. So I visited my doctor and um, in the UK, the NHS still don't have a management program for women who experience benign breast pain. Women are given a recommendation for a number of things and one of those is to get a good bra. As a scientist I thought okay well I'll research what makes a good bra and that'll be easy then I'll just go and buy a good bra and I thought I thought that would be the end of the journey but actually when I started to investigate what we knew about bras what what a bra should do what the function is how it how it performs I quickly realized that we didn't know very much about bras and why we needed them and what they did and the science behind appropriate breast support and so you know I was sort of really disappointed because I I thought I'd just google it and have an answer as to as to what I needed in a good bra so that's why I set up the research group and you know we started off small there was three of us in the research group and we've now expanded to 18 people but we're still essentially researching that same question which is what makes a good bra so Joanna are you are you saying that you kind of invented this field in the UK? Certainly in the UK, yeah, absolutely. There's only sort of a handful of other researchers working in this area worldwide. We're sort of probably the biggest group in this area related to bras. And we're based within a department of sport and exercise science. So our original focus had a bit more of a sort of sporty angle to it, particularly in terms of understanding in sport, it's sort of the worst case scenario because the breast is moving a lot. And we know that that movement exaggerates breast pain. And how does a bra, how does a sports bra help that? So essentially, the research has sort of shown that in order to reduce symptoms of breast pain, we need to hold the breast in position. We need to stop it from moving as much as we can. We need to stabilise the breast, essentially. And sports bras are particularly good at that because that's their sort of primary function. Sport, as I said, is kind of the worst case scenario because we see a lot of movement occurring, the breast moving very fast, high acceleration factors. You know, we, we sort of recently published a statistic that the breast accelerates faster than a Formula One car during running, <laughs> if not properly supported. So sports bras, the whole kind of premise behind a sports bra is that it should be able to stabilise the breast, to lift and hold it in place and stop it from moving. So that makes it really good for breast pain sufferers because that's that's also what they need. Even if somebody isn't suffering from breast pain, a sports bra is going to affect things like their psychology and performance as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is a big area of research for us. Um, so we sort of say that there's four negative consequences related to the movement of the breast. One of those being pain, which we've already mentioned. But then the other three... We've done a lot of research looking at the potential to cause damage to the tissues of the breast if you don't properly support them. And so we've seen in our lab, skin strain is a particular issue for women if you don't protect your breast. So if you don't 
hold the breast in place appropriately and it moves a lot, then it has the potential to cause damage to the skin of the breast and potentially the internal structures as well. It's making me clutch my chest, yeah. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, it does make you cringe, doesn't it? Because I think these are things that women don't necessarily think about on a day-to-day basis where they might go and do sport or run for the bus or run down the stairs you know, those are particularly demanding activities on the tissues of the breast. We've also done a lot of research looking at the consequences of breast movement on performance, so sports performance. Because essentially the breast is a mass. It's not completely independent, but it moves on its own. And that movement can change the way that we move. It can make us less economical when we're running, for example. It can change our mechanics. Can a sports bra make you run faster? Yeah, so um, research has shown that if you wear good support when you're running, you can gain four centimetres in your stride length. Now, four centimetres might not sound very much, but if you look at that over a marathon distance, if you gain four centimetres every step, you gain a mile over a marathon. So wearing good support really can affect your performance. What studies do you have going on right now? or most recently? So we're currently working with the FA and the Lionesses. So we worked with the Lionesses in the lead up to their victory at the European Championships last year. And they're currently in preparation for the World Cup, which is this summer. So we do a lot of work with them looking at optimising their breast support. So optimising their sports bras to make sure that they're the best they can be for them when they're performing. And that meant and in some cases or for some athletes using a prescription bra or prescribing a, a bespoke bra to them. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we worked also with the Olympic athletes before the Tokyo Games and before the Winter Olympic Games. And we did a lot of bra prescription where we developed bespoke product for particular athletes they might have an issue with their sports bra which might be related to their anatomy for example so you know a lot of elite athletes have quite unusual physiques you know they're not the same shape and size as the general public and so finding a sports bra that works for them is more challenging so essentially the bra prescription side of things involves us working really closely with the athlete themselves, obviously, because it's a bespoke solution for them. And um, their issue could be related to regulations in the sport. So they might need a bra that changes the position of their breast. Sort of dynamic sport athletes tend to have a broader back so requiring a sort of broader underband size. And then we worked with some athletes who had really quite large cup sizes, which is a common misconception because people think, oh, athletes have small breasts, but that certainly isn't the case. Um, and so the, the process then involves us understanding what they need, you know, so their sort of needs analysis. And then um, if it's related to their sport, then we would get them down in our lab performing their sport and we would assess breast movement so you look at how much the breast moves and in what direction what part of the breast needs more support than other parts and then where we need to reposition breast tissue and then we work closely with a bra manufacturer who um, bra designer who then um, make those bespoke solutions and they probably go through about I'd say on average at least five iterations of of that prototype bra until they get it right for the athlete. So it goes backwards and forwards quite a lot. 
and then we reassess it at the end and compare it to their old sports bra to make sure that it's had the desired effect. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Isn't she incredible? She's amazing. Um, I, I love that she's the pioneer in this field, that she invented her own job, basically, and that she's working in this in this lab where women are testing out bras all the time. I know. I really want to visit the lab, maybe volunteer my, my boobs for in research. The, in the name of science. Yeah, completely. I love that. It's just an extension of your Hello Girls GT, I think. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's the right thing to do. <laughs> And of course, when it comes to sports bras, there's no better person to talk to about why they matter than an actual sportswoman. For Rosie Galligan, a rugby union player who plays for Harlequins and England, the sports bra, the right sports bra, is an essential piece of kit. In fact, as she told me when we got on the phone to chat about the sports bra, she won't get on the pitch without one. Here's what she had to say. Hi, I'm Rosie Galligan, England second row and Harlequins women's player. So I started playing rugby at Saracens when I was 18. Saracens was uh, in the Premiership at the time. But I'd probably say that my first England cap was in 2019. And that's kind of where I first realised what it was like to train as a professional um, in a professional environment. So getting my first cap in 2019 and then joining Harlequins that following summer is when I kind of started training and playing full-time. I remember my mum taking me for my first ever fitting at M&S when I was a kid, just to get one of those little starter bras and kind of probably having that bit of a fear of being the first one in my class to probably need a little bra. But then as I started progressing through sport, my mum has always had big boobs as well. Like we were quite a big boobed family. So for me, I was introduced to sports bras quite early and I was very fortunate that my mum would spend the money on getting me a high quality fitted sports bra because she knew how important it was. She actually played England hockey age level as well, so she knew how important it was having a good bra for herself. So she instilled that in me quite early that she didn't want me to be the kid in a PE lesson with boobs jumping around all over the place. She wanted me to go into school with that day with a fitted sports bra on so she knew that in my PE lessons I wouldn't be self-conscious or thinking about my boobs being all over the place and not actually being able to fulfill my potential in the sport. I've always said 
if I forget my sports bra or it's not an, and I can't source one, I will not I will not be playing. <laughs> Either that or I will have to strap them down with some gaff tape um, to try and make it last for an hour. But I'm, I, I don't think I could do any activity without wearing a proper sports bra. Uh, for me, it's kind of just part of my kit bag and something that I know that I'd have to wear um, day by day. And then again, I think throughout the years, I've gone from different sports bras. I started with underwires, but then kind of as I probably realised underwire isn't best thing in rugby because I started getting stabbed and I was a bit like, oh, what's this? And the underwiring had just moved slightly, I guess, from contact. I then started looking at different versions of, for me, I, I wear shock absorbers. So different versions of the shock absorbers. Boobidoo came in, I think, at the start of the season to give us a bit of a workshop on sports bras. And obviously for me, like I knew a lot about it, but a lot of other girls who either had small boobs or have never really been in the sphere before where where talking about sports bras was a thing. I think a lot of girls were shocked at like how much your boobs can move during exercise, how many different styles of sports bras there were out there, that they weren't all ugly. I think that's like a big perception of sports bras is that there's not actually that many like pretty sports bras out there. But they brought probably a rack of 50 different styles in so many different sizes and shapes and took the time to individually kit out and, and size up all of us so everybody by the end of the day knew more about female health and how important looking after your boobs are I think they also gave us a few, a few things about checking for breast cancer and stuff like that as well so just really educated us in in the world of boobs um, as you'd say um, but yeah everybody went away with a new sports bra I know a lot of girls have gone back um, recently to to get more because they know that there's only a, a couple of months give in a sports bra so I think that's why you have so many on rotation well I've got so many on rotation because you love them you don't want to get rid of them but I did a big clear out a few weeks ago and I probably got rid of six bras where I was like oh hold on a second these don't look very healthy anymore the elasticity's gone when they get a bit grey you know that they're probably on their last few legs as well. I think having like a proper fitted sports bra is so important, not only for your confidence, but just you, you know how you feel. Like you know your your you know your body best in terms of how you're feeling. And for me, having that fitted sports bra just means that I feel confident and comfortable to go out and not have that as an issue. It really struck me that Rosie has always been aware of the importance of a sports bra. As she says, her mother really encouraged her to get into the right sports bra early. And so it's something that's just always been a part of her life as an athlete. It's, but it's good that she can now help spread the word about why sports bras matter to her peers and then to, to younger women as well. Exactly. She's like a sports bra evangelist in the best possible way. Speaking of the importance of a good sports bra, let's hear from Lauren again. Here she is sending us a voice note from mile 13 of the London Marathon. That's halfway, people. So I am about 13 miles in and the bra situation is really, really good. Um, still very much intact. Haven't moved, zero bounce. So I'm pretty happy with the situation, to be completely honest. Just need to do another 13 miles. Uh, so pray for the legs and the various pain and the zero bounce. 
That's dedication. And honestly, I think that every sports bus should should be put through marathon testing before it's presented as fit for purpose. Absolutely. Zero bounce is what is required. That's the goal. But it's not just sportswomen who need a bra that helps them function to the utmost of their physical capability every day. How about the service women across the world? Three years ago, the country's biggest sports bra retailer, Booby Doo, I love that name, won a contract to start supplying sports bras as part of the kit for new female recruits to the British Army. It's a pilot scheme and not before time. Charlie Wright, brand manager at Booby Doo for the last eight years, told us why that contract matters so much. My name is Charlie Wright. I am the brand manager for Booby Doo. Been working there for eight years now, and it's my sports bra baby. In 2020, we were part of a pilot study with the British Army for them to understand whether a sports bra should be provided as part of the official kit for when you join as a recruit in the army. And prior to that, there hadn't been any funding or budget in place for women to purchase a sports bra themselves. It all had to be self-funded. And so there was you know, clearly a big gap in what you could afford to buy um, and the quality of the product that you needed to pre- perform physical activity for up to 12 weeks when you join a basic training centre um, as part of the British Army. So since then, we've been attending uh, those phase one centres pretty much once every week, visiting five of their different centres and fitting out 1,000 to 2,000 women in total that we've done so far during our contract with them into properly fitting high-impact sports bras for their basic training. I wonder when they're going to decide that it's necessary for everybody. Well, yeah, that's that's another sort of the, the, the sort of under rumblings of you know women that have been serving in the army for many years and have have made their career there they're saying well gosh isn't that fantastic that that opportunity has been extended but what about what about us we go on deployment we go on you know we might be PTIs we might be training the recruits and if we're not wearing an appropriate sports bra how can we then enforce that those women that joining as recruits also wear their sports bra to train in and how do we sort of educate those values so we've done a lot with the um sort of course facilitators that they each get a sports bra as well so they can say well i'm wearing mine today we're going out for a five mile run or whatever activity it is they're doing you also need to be wearing yours so until that point until 2020 soldiers were not supplied with sports bras of any kind it wasn't part of the kit it wasn't part of the kit at all. It wasn't expensed for. It was just a personal cost for a female soldier to go and buy and go and find out for themselves. And then a major in the army, she'd been a Boobadoo customer for many years and had bought her own sports bras, kind of offering back, being a full busted woman. It was crucial for her to be supported during her exercise and to be able to perform her you know, physically demanding job properly. And she's one that sort of really pushed for the opportunity to get it researched and piloted. Wow, amazing. Yeah, so, you know, really, really great to sort of be part of that. And some great things that came out of it, it was alongside University of Portsmouth. And 60% of female recruits reported reductions in excessive breast movement, 57% reported a reduction in poor posture, and a third of the females reported improvements in their physical performance during basic training. So loads of really great positives to 
bring out of it. And also what we noticed was just how much there was a kind of lack of access to quality sports bras that when the recruits arrive, you know, they've they've been in the army for two days and they've brought sports bras with them that they can afford themselves, you know, from the local high street. And you just realise how not adequate for the job those products are, that one, they don't they don't fit properly in, you know, 90% of cases. And also a sports bra can be quite a misleading term that you know, a lot of companies use the term sports bra, but they don't help educate women on whether that sports bra is appropriate for their size, whether it's appropriate for the level of impact their activity they'll be undergoing is. And it's quite hard, you know, for a woman to sort of make that choice and have the knowledge presented to her when one bra is £10 and the other is 45 being able to understand why the difference in price is so extreme, but also what the benefits are of buying a quality product. So to be able to give these recruits access to high quality sports bras for their kit, I think has been a great move. I think there's still a lot more to do in that sort of area in general. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I love how Charlie is so passionate about what she does and, and, and her mission at Booby Do. I think we both felt pretty stirred up during that conversation, just realizing kind of how overlooked or neglected women have been in this area. Right. Like, how can you have a uniform that doesn't account for supporting women's chests? Yeah, it's pretty major and it's it's really annoying. And 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 the thing is, this is just a pilot scheme that's helping new recruits. There are thousands and thousands of women across the world of all ages and at all stages of their career who are not getting this as an essential part of their kit. But it should be. They should, yeah, it's like a bra tax, isn't it? It's totally, it's a bra tax. So while we were talking, Lauren finished the marathon. She sent us another voice note. Let's hear how she felt about it all at the finish line. I cannot believe I've just finished. It's just the most ridiculous thing. I am now home. The most incredible day. But my goodness, it was tough. It was really, really hard. I'm happy to say that the sports bra is fully intact. It's in position. And I actually have zero chafing sores, which is brilliant. I am very, very happy with it. And I'm very happy with the fact I've run 26 miles. So over and out. And Dewey's out without ever do that again. Go, Lauren. What an achievement. Bravo. Bravo. So, okay, I mean, we think of sports bras now as just a, a prerequisite for physical activity, but do you wear them? Yeah, I, I, I do now. I didn't really feel the need for a, a long time, or I, I think I wore the same one for a really long time, and it was basically just a crop a crop top. And now I have to say, I'm, I'm 
I don't have really specific sports bras. I tend to wear bralettes and uh, that have support. I have got a really good Spanx one, actually, that's got really good underband um, that's really supportive. And I think because I've not got really big boobs, they don't move around that much, so I don't feel the need. But I would never exercise without something. Right. I mean, I think I've always... I, I wouldn't think about working out at all, no matter what I was doing, no matter how low impact, without a sports bra. And I go for the really intense ones, like yeah. like the ones with names like Shock Absorber and yeah, yeah. Ultra Running Bra and stuff like that. Yeah. The kind that are like a, a little too intense to wear for much longer than the time that you're actually working out, you know? Yeah. So you can feel it. But that's what, it. that's what you need, I guess. I mean, I was really surprised when Rosie mentioned that sports bras have a lifespan of about two months. That's amazing. That's quite well. Because I guess it makes sense, though, if you're working out six hours a day, six days a week, then there's going to be the same wear and tear that you'd find in like a pair of trainers. But, and yet, yeah. and yet the trainers are the thing that we would automatically think about replacing every six months. Is that just better, better marketing on trainer replacement? Well, yeah, I think, you know, it's the education about bras again, isn't it? It's just, it's not been there. It's been, um, it's, it's been neglected. It's, it's not been a kind of key point, but we just don't, we don't prioritize women's boobs in the same way as we do their feet. So I, you know, I kind of worry about girls and, and, and how they feel about sports a, a lot. Anyway, I think a lot of teenage girls are put off doing sports. And I think not having the right equipment for your boobs is definitely a major factor in that but have you have you in your life ever felt dissuaded from taking part in a sport because you maybe didn't have your sports bra with you or you didn't have the right the right sports bra um you know I actually have a very clear memory of being like maybe nine or ten so I wasn't I, I didn't need a bra let alone a sports bra yet but I remember being at horse camp and watching like one of the teenage leaders like riding and she was bouncing all over the place and someone made a disparaging comment that I still remember and that it it really like gave me the message like this is not something you're supposed to do oh my god so, they're the things that you really take note of yeah when you're like figuring out what it like how to be and how to present yourself and and that really showed me like you you can't be seen to be to have any jiggle like you've got to be yeah it's the kind of being seen to have the jiggle that upsets me i understand that it kind of it, it, it that it's definitely uncomfortable and we don't want that for ourselves but it's like the judgment behind it the judgment and the and the being observed yeah. in a certain way that maybe you wouldn't choose or agree to i also remember being a teenager and girls who would wear an underwire bra under like a cotton compression bra just to keep everything still for basketball and that kind of thing. Well, you do what you feel you need to do, don't you? But yeah. it's tough out there. And I remember, come to think of it, this this just this memory just turned. Um, intentionally forgetting my sports bra at home so that I would not have to do the mile run at school. It was a great. Were you allowed practice. to get out of it because of that? Yes. Oh my gosh! Mention anything to do with like femininity, like oh I've got my period or I left my bra at home, and then you could just. I feel Go like to the library, which is my preferred way to spend PE, let's be honest. Wow, I didn't realize I forgot my sports bra would get me out of PE. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> 
What about you, listeners? What's your favorite sports bra? Which ones get it right? Which ones have been disappointing? And what have we missed? We'd love to hear from you. So please get in touch with us on social media. My handle and Kate's Instagram handle are in the show notes. And yeah, we'd really look forward to hearing your sports bra thoughts. Your no jiggle anecdotes. Your no jiggle or jiggle anecdotes uh, in our DMs. And that's all we have time for this week. Next week, we'll be coming to the end of our first series with an episode we think you're going to love. We're asking the question, what's sexy now? The answer? It might be scarier than you think. Hello Girls was written and presented by Emily Cronin and Kate Finnegan. The producer was Kasia Tomashevich with music and audio production by me, Jade Bailey. The lead producer is Anne-Marie Luff. The group editor is Andrew Harrison, with artwork by James Parrott. Hello Girls is a Podmasters production.